Happy birthday to us. Ernest. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, oh, I'm having flashbacks to like every Zoom birthday party, everybody quietly singing happy birthday. Yeah, and muted or not muted. Yes. It's, it's all off. You're editing this one. So oh, this will be a fun. Gosh. Hey everyone, welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we are here to talk about the sincere and earnest topics of the day. And we've been doing this, when this comes out, for a year. Yay! Yeah! A very earnest year. Of an incredibly earnest year. What a weird year if you go May 15th to May 15th of 2019 to 2020. Um, yeah, I would say a year of growth, (laughs) (laughs) a year of change. Sure. Yes. Uh, old father time playing tricks on us. My gosh. Just before we dive into it. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to us, whether it's been, this is your first episode or if you've listened for the last, I don't know, year (laughs) and, Mm -hmm. uh, heard us talk about it as we scream at you via social media to listen to this. We really appreciate it. Um, this has been such a positive thing I can say for myself in my life. Um, and really appreciate all of the listenership and go tell a friend about it. We really appreciate it. We really love you all. Thank you so much for listening and for all of the very earnest moments and comments and, and reviews and, and tweets and, emails and lots of all of that has really really made this year very very special so and for inflating our egos by being like you both sound like podcasters and we're like we do sound like podcasters <laughs> this is not our normal talking voice if you hear us outside of the podcast we're like hello <laughs> hello my name is josh yeah. um yes yeah, so in honor of our one year anniversary we decided to really phone it in <laughs> <laughs> yep we need to get ourselves a birthday gift <laughs> uh no this but this is truly an episode that we've been very excited about uh so our our very earnest topic josh do you want to say it it's been a year of you reveal no it's been a year of me revealing the topic yeah i think i've only done it once <gasps> okay well in that case i'll tell you the topic is drum roll lists lists <laughs> <laughs> which sounds uh, not exciting but it is all right so josh and i both made a list of lists that we would like to make. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he wrote and he doesn't know what I wrote. Mm -mm. And so in this episode, we're going to rapid fire complete our lists. Yes. Various top five, bottom five kind of situations. Do you want to go first? Sure. All right. All right. I'm going to lob a softball here and just, let's just get the, the something that we're expecting you know, uh, so let's talk about top five modes of transportation. Ooh, okay. Top five modes of transportation. Um, well, as a roller skater, as somebody who's been roller skating, I gotta say roller skating, not in terms of convenience, but in terms of looking like you're having fun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I also throw a bike up there. I think a bike is a very versatile uh, mode of transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, and also something water-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to get on one of those planes that can land on water. Hydro- you know, those are the pontoons that yeah. like, Indiana Jones escapes in? Yes. Hydroplane. Is it hydroplane? No, that's- hydroplaning is when you're spinning out on the high- out because there's no, a puddle. No, no, no. Well, maybe that's true, but they should call those hydroplanes too. So... <laughs> 
Hydroplanes. Yep. TM, TM, TM. TM, um, TM, TM. I love a long distance train ride. Oh, I was going to say trains, but specifically on top of the trains. Like you're, uh, like you're having like a fight. Oh, like you're, oh, like it's a train heist and you're trying to fight on top of the trains. Yes. That or like a train ride, but it specifically needs to be murder on the Orient Express style. Oh, where there's, there's a murder to be solved. Yes. And there's a smoking lounge and everyone's wearing like their finest outfits. Or maybe you're taking a train and I know we did a Hulk episode on trains. So it's really, this is a clip show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also hobo train. I don't know. Like, you know, where like, it's like you're in a storage car and it's open and you run and you pitch yourself into the thing and you know, you're just living on the rails. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, is that four? That is four. And it sounds like train is our top one, potentially. Well, then I'm going to toss one out there that is okay. controversial. Okay. The greatest mode of transportation is all. The greatest mode of transportation of all. Something that can take you anywhere. What if I was like, car? <laughs> <laughs> something that can truly take you anywhere. And that, Josh, is your imagination. imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the transportation was inside us this whole time. That was it. Uh, All right. You ready for mine? Yes. Top five burgers at our figure skating themed restaurant. So they have to be puns. Okay, great. Okay. I will start. Um, uh, The first one is a triple decker burger called the triple saw cow. Okay. That's perfect. That's perfect. (laughs) Uh, I would like to pay homage to my favorite figure skater, Tara Lipinski. Okay. So maybe... um, Tarrer Lipinski. Oh, good. Yeah. So it's like a beef tartar kind of situation. Tartar Lipinski. Yeah. 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 Very good. Very good. Okay. Johnny, we're eating burgers. Oh, that's really good. How about uh, Olympicnic Village? And it's all the kind of elements of a picnic. Oh, it's like a make it home kit. Yeah. And you have to great. kiss someone. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's great for social distancing because you could pick it up and make it on your own. But I guess if you have to kiss someone, that's not good no, for yeah. social distancing. Just like the real Olympic Village, you got to be making out. Yeah, it comes with like six condoms. Yeah. Uh, okay. And the last one, I think maybe um, we need to like an alternative meat or like a veggie based one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, how about something with uh, the one and only Tanya Harding? Oh, yeah. Tanya Hardy Portabella. <laughs> Great. Perfect. We did it. Moving on. Ton, Next list. Tan. Yeah, that's a Hardy Portabella. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Your turn. All right. I want to do bottom five types of precipitation. Bottom five types of precipitation. Yes. Things okay. that can fall from the sky. <laughs> well, to me, the number one is when you're walking under an air conditioner. And oh, really? It rips from you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're the, the window unit and you're walking yes. city life. Am I right? It, it's that or walking under the train tracks. Oh, a, yeah. Where you, you get, get like train goo under. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I oh. love living in the city. Mm, um, I'm not a fan of the like, it's not quite rain, but it's not not rain. Right kind of in between in Providence, Rhode Island, where I went to college, um, we would call it providencing. Cause it was like, I can't put an umbrella up, but I am getting wet and I can't wear my glasses and I yeah. can't, 
it's just like you're in it's the liminal space and that's what i imagine that my personal hell is like is that it's just slightly wet Mm -hmm. yeah um and now this is maybe not what you were thinking but i was thinking of loogies like when people like spit on you (laughs) that sucks if i was ever going to start a true a true crime podcast a mystery happened in my high school okay we had like one of those uh it was it was not a fancy high school. This is gonna make it sound fancy, but like I need everyone to picture like the most like concrete nineteen fifty nine box. Uh, so we had like uh like the staircase and there was like a banister. Sure. And I was pretending like I was gonna spit on someone. Oh no! Like I wasn't. I wasn't going to, but I just was <laughs> pretending. Oh, and no. then this girl came by and really spit and ran. And, she, and did you get framed? I got framed. Oh, and it's, it hasn't been solved to this day. Well, I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so gross. Yeah, tell me about it. That's so gross. Yeah. I'm also going to say, and I think this is five if we count train goo. Um, train goo? Yeah, oh, when yeah, you're going under goo. the train. Oh, yeah. You cannot shut up about trains. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in our hearts. Um, I was going to say like bird poop. Is that precipitation? If hawking a loogie is precipitation. That, then... it, uh, you know what? I'm going to accept it just because I don't want to think about hawking a loogie anymore. <laughs> All right. Your turn. Five uh, very, very wacky characters that you would uh, not be happy to see on SNL. Sure. You would not want to see a sketch about them. Yeah. And there cannot be existing characters. Yeah. So I'm going to go with like a sketch where they've pitched it that there's two Kate McKinnons. And one of them is played by Kate McKinnon. And the second one is played by like Cecily Strong. Or... And there's no adventure. <laughs> there's no adventure. It's just the whole joke is that there's two Kate McKinnons. <laughs> Um, okay, mine is gonna be guy whose uh mom was an octopus, <laughs> but it's a recessive gene, so there's really not a lot of like it doesn't really show. He's mostly human. Sure, 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 sure. And uh, he's an, like an accountant. Okay, um, my next one is going to be barista who doesn't and understand the concept of milk. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> It's just a lot of like, you want what in your coffee? <laughs> it's John Mulaney plays him. <laughs> uh, okay, mine is going to be substitute teacher mm-hmm. who has never seen the movie First Wives Club. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if it's, like, it's just like in the, in the teacher's lounge and then someone's like, that's like that movie First Wives Club. And she goes, I've never seen that. And they go, what? <laughs> And they just talk about First Wife Clubs for three minutes and the sketch kind of ends. They're like, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. You could also make that Council of Dads and it would still work. Is Council of Dads a movie? There is a show called Council of Dads on, I think it's CBS. It's a, it's one of those like um, I guess parenthood slash this is us not, uh, knockoff imitator okay. shows. Okay. And I refuse to learn more about it than the fact that it's five dads and it's called council of dads <laughs> and each week they pick who lives yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um my last one is going to be 
um, one any cast member doing a classic 1970s SNL sketch from memory and doing an impression of someone else doing an impression. <laughs> and they remember a lot of the words, but, but not, not all, not of all the words. The words. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to the SNL exhibit here, in, there was like an SNL exhibit at the Museum of Broadcast here. There was no guards around. Josh, I am looking you in the eye. I am telling you, I touched everything. <laughs> If it was out, I touched it. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so I love, funny. I love touching shit at museums. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got another list for you, Paula. All right. Autumn five Backstreet Boys. Ooh. Okay. So this well, one has to go in order that. because there are only five Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Okay, well, I ha- I was always a big NSYNC girl, but I have to look up the Backstreet Boys. Sure. sure, sure Just sure. so I don't forget any, you know? Yeah, of course. Of course. Who could forget that that was actually the first album I ever bought for myself was Millennium. Well, see, if we're going to do the Backstreet Boys, then I think we have to do NSYNC after. Sure. Because NSYNC, I, I firmly know my answers. <laughs> do we want to just do NSYNC instead? No, let's do Backstreet Boys. Okay. Okay. Um... So the bottom is probably, what do you think, Kevin? It's the guy who's like 35. Well, they, they're all well over that now. I know, but when they were, you know, like in the, the prime of whoever they were, when they were in the early 2000s, late 90s. Was one much older? Yeah, yeah, Kevin is like, Kevin was like 30, 35. Yeah, it's definitely Kevin. Kevin is by Are far- you? Can you imagine, like, what a weird life that would be to be the oldest member of, like, the Backstreet Boys? Yeah. Oh, my God. Or how sucky it would be to be the least, like, everyone knows the least favorite member of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Kevin's the old one. I think so. Do you know that Backstreet Boys are, according to this Wikipedia, the first group since Led Zeppelin to have their first 10 albums reach the top 10 on Billboard 200? That's crazy. That's, and the only boy band to do so. That's absurd. Okay, and Richardson left for a while. Okay, Kevin? so Kevin left and then came back. Yeah, so he's bottom, just for that he's reason. Bottom. He's bottom because who leaves a perfect group? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Then who's the second bottom? Howie? It's either Howie or AJ, right? Because the AJ top two is kind cl- of the bad boy. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah. In the picture I'm looking at, he's wearing a hat and a chain. Yeah. Um, I think it's Howie, probably. Yeah, I think it's probably Howie. It's probably Howie, then AJ. Then, then it's Nick Carter or Brian. That's the big question. We all know Nick's the top one, if only because related to Aaron. I always like Brian. All right, we can make know. Brian number one. I don't have strong no, feelings, but I'll tell you right now, I sure as heck do four and sink. All right. Well, without looking at it, what's your top? What's your bottom five? Going okay. from from least favorite to favorite. Okay, Chris Kirkpatrick, bottom <laughs> by far. Okay, then I'm gonna go controversial. I'm gonna tell you Justin Timberlake's next. What? I was never a Justin girl, and normally. Yes, we're all correct. Joey should be number four. But Joey has 
nothing but thrived in post boy band life. He owns a hot dog chain of restaurants. <laughs> He's an honorary impractical joker. Mm-hmm. And so that earns him number three. So can I just pause for a quick minute? When you say sure. that Joey has thrived, can we put that against what Justin Timberlake has also done <laughs> post in sync? You tell me one thing that's more impressive to me than <laughs> being an honorary impractical joker and owning a hot dog restaurant. I guess that's true. I don't think that anything <laughs> Justin Timberlake has done, maybe like that album, Man of the Woods, where he wore a lot of flannel. Like that would be the next highest <laughs> thing for you, particularly. All right. This is my ranking. This is not the definitive ranking. All right. Sure. Then we've got ourselves number two. That's going to be my boy, Lance Bass. So wait, so you're saying Joey is three, just to be clear. Joey's three. Yep. Lance Bass, two. Now, this is, com- yeah, this Lance Bass is two. I've always loved Lance. Uh, he's number two. And also he's number two for that weird mission he had where he was going to go to space. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you remember that, like, kind of peak NSYNC life at Lance Bass was like, I'm going to a mother effing space. I don't remember that, but that sounds about right. It was very important and it ruled. And number one is my forever hottest NSYNC member, JC Chazé. <laughs> <laughs> Whose name is not spelled how I thought it would be spelled. I'm going to read you this line in Wikipedia okay. because you forgot and that's wild to me. After the completion of NSYNC's Pop Odyssey tour, Bass moved to Star City, Russia, in a much-publicized pursuit of a seat on the Soyuz space capsule. Bass was certified by both NASA and the Russian space program after several months of cosmonaut training and planned to join the TMA-1 mission to the International Space Station. However, after his financial sponsors backed out, Bass was denied a seat on the mission. Lance Bass is the last hope for humanity. When we bleed this planet dry and we have no more natural resources, Lance Bass will lead us in the ARC ship to find our new home on a new terraform planet because he has the training. He has that both sides of the Cold War uh, <laughs> approval. This, this it just gets crazier and crazier. One of the sponsors pulled out because they were worried about the image of the brand being tarnished if Bass died on in space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Can <laughs> you imagine? Like the whole thing is the whole thing is crazier, and I can't decide which is weirder if. <laughs> That Lance Bass went to Russia to become a cosmonaut and then did not get to do it. Or if it would have been weirder if he was allowed in space. Yeah, because the big question for that first part that I'm having is why didn't the U.S. let him do that? I think rules are rules regarding the protections of boy band members are more lax in Russia. Yeah, I was going to say it's like <laughs> those people who are like, oh, I'm going to go get knee surgery in Italy because yeah. it's like... <laughs> The U.S. is very conscious of how we treat our boy band members. Yeah, God, it, the the paperwork that goes through the number of government agencies for boy bands is just honestly, I mean, it grinds the whole thing to a halt. It's it's so intense for a boy band member to even get to ride on a motorcycle. Oh my God! Yeah. Meanwhile, to go to outer space. Yeah, this is the 
you know, and that just feels backwards. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this is why I'm running for Congress. <laughs> Can you imagine? So to be now, I know to be an astronaut in the U.S. and I would assume a cosmonaut because I think people that come from all over the world, you are the most highly trained humans on Earth. Like you're up there, yeah. People have, and off of Earth and off of Earth, you more than likely have like experience flying planes. You have advanced degrees in physics. Like you have spent from the moment you were born been like, I want to be an astronaut. And you have been working towards that. Yep. Can you imagine if at the height of his popularity, Lance Bass with his highlighted hair, perfectly standing up, (laughs) got to go in front of you in the line? Because he's Can Lance Bass. Imagine being in space training. You worked your whole life. You're here. You're in the machine that they strap you in and they spin you really fast. Yeah. And and you're like, I'm surrounded finally by people who understand me. And you look around and there's Lance Bass. And he just turns around and whispers to you in your ear, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, justice for Lance. Let's get him back. Yeah. L- send Lance to space 2020. I'm going to start a Kickstarter. <laughs> a GoFundMe. <laughs> All right, so uh, your turn. My turn, my turn. Okay, Josh, this is a hard one. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Top five things that might be wrong with my printer. <laughs> All right, number so one. So Josh found my printer in the closet, plugged it in. It's not working. Five things that might be wrong with it. I did the exact same thing <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I literally, I plugged it in. It turns on. I it even installed the software on my computer. And then I try to print something and the paper just goes through and there's clearly nothing coming yeah. out of it. Same. Okay. So we're having the same problems of top five things that might be wrong with our printer. Low toner. Low toner. Number two, there might be a dead bug in it. What? You no, know? there could be a dead bug. You don't know. Or like a dead rat. Something could have crawled inside when it was in your closet. I think you'd smell it if it was a dead rat. A dead bug? You might not. <laughs> uh, what if it's haunted? All right. That was number three. It's haunted. <laughs> and the ghost thought they had finally found a proper vessel. Yes, exactly. No one's going to bother me here. <laughs> what about, what if the printer is on strike? Oh, so the printer is like, I don't think you're working hard enough, so I'm not either. Yeah, or it's like you're trying to get out of retirement. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm too old for this shit. Because my printer's 10 years old. I certainly don't give my printer the proper number of sick days and hazard pay. (laughs) Sure. Are you? Definitely not. Definitely not. I post the bulletin, you know, because legally I have to. Yeah. Um, Um, I would say number five is I went to your house and I poured water in it. Ah, okay. Well, that makes sense too. That would make sense because I did do that to your printer. Okay, so that might be it. Yeah, because I thought I, we couldn't get ink and I was like, well, maybe water will work. Bonus number six, not plugged in. <laughs> it is funny how I haven't thought about needing a printer until social distancing happened. And then I'm like, all I need is a printer. I know, same. Well, especially because I'm trying to learn to sew. Oh, so you need patterns. Need patterns. Mm-hmm. See, I need to send in an amended tax form because I was an idiot and missed a couple forms. And now I have to send a bunch of tax forms. So I keep Why asking. Why are your taxes weird? Shouldn't your taxes just be normal? I have a bunch of offshore accounts and mm-hmm. a bunch of, I, I'm, I'm flush in Bitcoin. That makes sense. <laughs> um, I was also thinking about something that we 
breezed by a minute ago. You know how like there's dog years and cat years and things like that. Like one year in human life is equal to seven years in dog life. I hate right? that. I wish I was. Wait, opposite. no, the other way around. Other way around. No, no, no. You're right. One year, no, one year in dog life is equal to seven years in human life. No, it's not that's, that. That's not correct. No, that's right because the other way would mean that when we turned two, we were fourteen in dog years. That's correct. Seven dog years is one human year. Yes, I. N- Josh, no, that, that, would be, Josh? that would mean that. No, that I'm would correct. Be other way around. I it's am that- absolutely <laughs> correct on this. So when, what- when you are seven in seven years, like if your dog is seven years old in human years, in dog years they are forty nine years old. No, so. I so I think we are I'm both gonna correct. I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to break all your stuff. Do you hear me? Cuz <laughs> what I'm think I'm thinking of it the other way that like if a dog is one they're developmentally like if a dog is one in the actual literal dog years that they have been alive that is the equivalent of You are going to get seven, a so much seven human email. years. No, that is not <laughs> correct. One human year is equal to seven dog years. So anyway, the Dog is two human years old. Then in dog years, they are 14 years old. Okay. Regardless. Not regardless. I'm right. How do printer years work? (laughs) This is the question I was trying to get to. I think it's 12 dog years. (laughs) Oh, so there's a conversion between the two of them? You can't directly convert printer years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to go printer years to computer years to dog years to fish years. To human years. Yes, that's correct. And one day, somebody will invent the correct, like, equation, and they will win the Nobel Prize. Right, exactly. It's actually, this is what, when your friends are like, oh, God, the actuarial exam is really complicated. It's actually just this. All right. Bottom five sounds you'd want to hear when you need to pee in the middle of the night. Bottom five. Bottom five sounds. It's dark. You're like, oh, God damn it. I got to get out of bed, and I got to go pee. And you go into the bathroom and you hear this sound and it's something you either don't want to hear or you don't want because it's going to freak you out or otherwise. Okay. First one that comes to mind is the Charles in Charge theme song. (laughs) (laughs) That would be scary. It'd be so disorienting. It'd be so disorienting. And I also am not familiar enough with the show that I would be able to like understand the context. I'd be like, is that the Scott Bale one? I don't know. (laughs) Great answer. Um, I think anyone saying don't mind me. Oh, I hate that. (laughs) Hate it. Because why are they there? Also, yeah. what are they doing that they don't want you to notice? Don't mind me. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. That's creepy. Uh, what about the sound of a spider farting? Because for two things, one, gross, but two, how big is that spider that you can hear it? Yeah, <laughs> great. Very and good. And you can't see it. Um, number four. Not the expected P sound. Mm. <laughs> so like a hum. Yeah, exactly. Uh... You're like you 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 go into the bathroom, you ready yourself for the experience, and you're expecting that, 
good uh, pita porcelain sound or pita water yeah. sound, and you start hearing just like. Anudamus Domine. That's creepy. <laughs> and then you stop peeing and it stops. And then you keep going. So it's like definitely it's, you. There's it's definitely you. But you're like, you're like, how do I even WebMD that? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're you're peeing and it just goes like and it's not on pitch yeah. you know like it's like not quite it's, you're being the charles in charge theme song charles, do, 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 do. <laughs> and um, you don't know the words so it comes out yeah it's like my pee knows something i don't <laughs> um okay well another creepy one would just be your shower turning on yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you check your shower every time you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because something could be behind it? Because I now, do. Do you want to get you want to get real uh real we've no we've I guess we've known each other longer than a year, but Josh, very rarely do I wake up in the middle of the night. Interesting. I very always wake rarely. up in the middle of the night. Very, very rarely. And perhaps it's because I'm terminally dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> I have the like I wake up several times a night sometimes. Um, I don't always remember it, but like when I do, there are definitely times where it's, it's like, I may need to pee, but let me do this game theory with myself. Let me like, just check the boxes of like, all right, to pee yeah. would be helpful, but right. that also involves fully waking up and standing up and maybe yeah. I'll wake up fully if I do that. So maybe I'll just hold it. Yeah. Yeah. Or like when you, when you do pee in the middle of the night, trying to stay tired. Yeah. You know, like you're trying to be like, uh, I purposely sometimes turn on lights so that when I then go back into my room, it feels darker. Oh, that's smart. Or like a pirate. I'll like cover one eye so that one, (laughs) grab your hook hand. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I'll go do my, do my dirty business and then uh, go back. And that way, like one eye can see and one eye can't. I have a uh, top five extracurriculars at Hogwarts that were never mentioned in the Harry Potter series. Uh, Broom Whitlin. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do they make those Nimbus 3000s or whatever? Oh, there's there's obviously got- a club. Yeah, obviously. Because you know there's like a whole, there's whole other subcultures that were never mentioned. Yeah, like all of the like crafts, like arts and crafts and like woodworking and home ec. Yes. Mine mine is model UN. (laughs) (laughs) Still done like normal. Still normal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it still the UN or is it like the no, it's model Ministry UN. of Magic? Oh yeah, no. okay. So yeah, okay, got it, got it, got it, got they it. They play by it's you know what it is? It's mostly muggleborns who uh were very like excited to join model UN in high school and never mm. got the opportunity. And so they've started this club. Got it, got it. It's like a cultural club, is what yeah. it is. Yeah. For for muggleborn wizards. Yeah. But they really play by the rules. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. Um there's probably a video game club, right? Like yeah. they have to have. Well, so I guess what's the thing is like Hogwarts electronic technology doesn't work there or something. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta think that someone's figured out some wizard over however many years of electricity has existed or video yeah. games have existed that they figured out a way to figure out video games. 
which then leads me down the path of, and Paula, I'm sorry to go blue here, but some wizard has to have figured out how to get a computer working hooked up to the internet and a way to watch porn onto the Hogwarts campus. You would think, but here's the thing that I have famously said many times in this, in this podcast of ours, all the wizards are dumb as hell. Sure. They are so stupid that first off, I bet technology works just fine. <laughs> like I bet they're like, nothing works it here. It doesn't and work here, Harry. <laughs> you pull out your iPhone and you're immediately like, I'm on Messenger. Yeah, I've got five bars. I've got, I can, I've got bull. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm in a foreign country, but I can still WhatsApp. Yeah, I paid like, Verizon the ten dollars for the day I'm for fine. the data. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really need the owls. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and, and second, I, I, I don't know what they would do if they found it. Yeah. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is so much worse than my moving pictures. (laughs) They're not sure how babies, (laughs) they just don't know how babies are made. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Let's keep going down this for a moment. So the pictures can all move, right? So you have to imagine that there are like the equivalent of like how people, used to like be like oh i found a national geographic with boobs or whatever right you like how like old people that was their porn so if we assume that wizards are all kind of old people they have to have had like nudie mags right so if there are wizard nudie mags don't all the people in the pictures also like they are sentient so are they just like absolutely railing each other and just all the time and they're enjoying it and kind of the other problem I have is the pictures move, but also they talk and they have memories. <laughs> right, exactly. They're <laughs> sentient beings in and of themselves. Yeah. And, and, and that so counts in for a like- way, in a way, every time somebody dies, get a freaking portrait, dude. <laughs> yeah, and they'll literally still, live. Yeah, you can still chit chat with Sirius Black for every day if you want. Yeah, so how does that work? Because like- you could technically so in that scenario like is it that when the portrait was made it's them at that point in their life or is it that every portrait moves because then you could have everyone like just from memory you could create the version of them you want also back to this porn thing you could just draw a picture of yourself fucking and that version of you is always just getting it in with the people you think are the hottest I have I don't know it's just tantric I don't know because I think there was like some mention of it where it's like it's only the memories that like you but it's not their like full selves but it's still like better than nothing buddy yeah and also you could does it mean only memories that are true to them or is it the artist's rendering of them because you could make up memories of them because if you truly felt that way and truly wanted to create a scenario you could I would be, my house would be full of loud mouth portraits. <laughs> and they could walk around and have memories. I mean, like, what is that? Now, I hate the name of her, but the fat lady that guarded Gryffindor's uh, common area, she would disappear. Sometimes yeah, sure. she wouldn't be there. She left when she got scared. They could sure. just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did five there, but I do think that we got the right answers. I think we got the correct answers. Yeah. Do we want to do? Oh, the last one is, um, I'll tell you what it is. It's intramural Quidditch. 
Oh, yeah, Club Quidditch? Yeah, it's not <laughs> as good. You're not on the actual teams, but you get to, yeah. <laughs> but you don't have the training schedule of the others. It's just for fun. Yeah, I also love the idea that, like, they have a soccer club, too. And it's, like, still as, like, attracts the people who are, like, yeah, no, like, the rest of the world loves this sport. <laughs> they still have <laughs> Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> Frolf. <laughs> ah, they still have Frolf, guys. Oh, I can never get away. All right, Paula. Yeah. Bottom five mouthfeels. Bottom five mouthfeels. Can we define mouthfeel? Yeah, it's the like, I'm sure there's an actual definition for this because people on Bon Appetit say it, but it's like you put something in your mouth and you're like, no, oh, no, like crunchy or like slimy or whatever. Crunchy is a great mouthfeel. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. I'm just giving an example of a okay. mouthfeel. Did you say bottom five or top five? Bottom five. Bottom five. Okay. Uh, right away, my gut is saying velvety. <laughs> God, yeah. No, no. Not smooth. Not like the way coffee can be smooth. Velvet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Where it's like kind of tickling. It's like someone putting their, their finger on the top of your mouth and yeah. you're like, oh. Um, okay. Uh, this is an actual one. Um, having to chew something for about... 30 seconds too long. Mm, you know, yeah. where you're like, I should be done with this bite. Yeah. Yeah. And then you start to try to swallow and you like, I can't, mm -hmm. yep. you know, you're like, it needs more. Yeah. Like, no, it needs more chew time. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to say number three, spiky. <laughs> okay. Very good. Sharp, sharp mouth. Feel. Sharp, sharp. <laughs> um, which is different than crunchy. Just different than crunchy. Sharp is painful. Yes. Uh, four is going to be, is this food moment? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like where you eat grass and you're yes. like, uh, 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 uh. yes. And now I, I, I think this is like the asterisk or like part B is, uh, when you take a bite of something and you think it's one food, but it's a different food. Oh yeah. The switcheroo. And still, it's still like good, but it's not what you were prepared for. Yeah. You're like, this is going to be great. This is going to be salty. And you're like, wait, hold on. This is like, it didn't crunch. Yeah. Or like, or like, uh, like if you're like eating a salad and there's, I don't know why there would be both cherry tomatoes and regular cherries, but that would be pretty scary. It's a cherry salad. A classic cherry, cherry salad. Yeah. What's our last one? Um, to me, hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> sure, sure. I love them, but uh, I I know you can't stand them. Eh. Josh, I have one more. Yes. Top five uh, old-timey folksy phrases that we make up right now. Okay, perfect. Great. Um, if you can't fit it, in a raccoon's hand, then it ain't worth sharing. Ooh. <laughs> um, okay, I love it. If you can't fit it in a raccoon's hand, then it ain't worth sharing. That's really good. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know what it means, but... And I'm trying not to do like a... Like a yokel... Like a... We're down on the farm and I'm Paul kind of accent when I'm yeah. doing these. I'm trying really hard not to do it, but I'm gonna slip into it. That's all right. It's all right if you do. Um. Okay. How about this? Why don't you take a look in that hen's mouth and tell me it's not waterproof? <laughs> it's 
very good. I like that a lot. I think that means like, come on, take a look at that hen's mouth and tell me that's not waterproof. Yeah, it's the equivalent of like water is wet. Why are you trying to tell me otherwise? Yeah, yeah. Um, when the shaw's salty, make sure you've you're ready in your brain. God, that got <laughs> so Boston, I couldn't even understand. Yeah, it. it's actually down east Maine. When the shore <laughs> is salty. Yeah, I hold on. Let me try it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. That could be the same one. <laughs> when the shaw's extra salty. Make sure you're right in the brain. Ooh, okay, I love that. What does it mean? Uh, I think it means like, like, uh, watch out for, like, nature's gonna tell you when it's dangerous. Yeah, like keep your wits about you. That's good. That's good. How about, how about your aunt Jane got that polio for nothing? <laughs> That's vaccinate your kids. Uh, it's just kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like when somebody says something stupid. Yeah, Aunt sure. Jane got all that polio for nothing. <laughs> Does this person think that polio is transmitted by people <laughs> saying stupid things? Like Aunt Jane got all Aunt that. Jane polio is a vessel for, for everyone's <laughs> like everyone's stupidity, and therefore God struck her down with polio. <laughs> well, if Aunt Jane didn't get that polio for nothing. <laughs> If an orange was an orange, we wouldn't call it an orange. Oh, we do love an orange talk on this pod. Yeah, no, that's too similar. Hold on. Let me think of something else for the, this last one. Um, well, Randy Newman's crab pie in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> now, what does that mean? Is well, that an exclamation? Yeah, it is. Is his crab pie famous? Yes. And he, he's famous because he throws it up. Sure, 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 sure. Not throws it up as in upchucks. He, like, throws it into the heavens. Picks it up, picks it up, tosses it into the heavens. Now, what he is goes, a crab he pie? Goes, well, that's the thing Randy Newman invented. And Got it's it. so good. It's, it is, well, you know what? Essentially, it's, um, it's a pastry filled with chunks of crab. Yeah, so it's the opposite. In the same way that, like, cakes and pies are different, a crab cake is different than a crab pie. Yeah, a crab pie <laughs> is a pie. Filled sure. with crab and mayonnaise. And, cool. and then, but also spices. It's and like it, a crab roll. But in a pie. Yeah. And it's so good that sometimes Randy Newman will make it and he'll go, this one's so good, humans can't eat it. And that's when he throws it up in the sky for God himself to enjoy. Sure. And so that's that was like an old tradition that Randy Newman would do. And so that's why to this day when something's really good, they go, well, Randy Newman's crab pie in the sky. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening for yet another week and for an entire year. I know oh we set it God. up top, but that's bonkers to that's us. Crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Before we sign off, it's time to do our signature segment Earnest moment of the week. I have an earnest moment here from listener Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Aaron says, Aaron says, heard my cat fall into the toilet and immediately trotted out of the bathroom and stared at a wall. Wait, can you repeat that? She heard... I heard my cat fall into the toilet, 
And then the cat immediately trotted out of the bathroom and stared at a wall. (laughs) (laughs) What was going through its little kitty mind? And I happen to know insider info that you wouldn't know from this, but I do know because Erin is my friend. This is a very new cat into her home whom she just adopted. And so this cat was probably exploring. And I'm imagining the cat seeing like a cork board on the wall in like the different ways that they like cats can see different uh like ultraviolet or whatever. I don't know if they can see ultraviolet, but they can see different frequencies. But I imagine a cat staring at the wall after this being like, all right, well, that experiment has failed. Let me <laughs> go on to the next. Okay. Or that, or the cat is all of a sudden trying to play it cool. <laughs> and I'm just, like, just do what the humans do and, and lean. Yes, yes, yes. I love this wall. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, as always, to Ryan Cruz for our wonderful logo. You can follow her on Instagram at at rbcruiser. And to Dylan Dutch for our amazing theme song. He is on Twitter at at Dylan Dutch. If you want to interact with us, you can do so on social media. Uh, If you've got an earnest moment of the week, (laughs) if you've got a topic that you'd like us to talk about, um, if some, uh, if you're angry about any of the lists that we just made, you can send find us, us. Ooh, ooh, send us your own versions of these lists or send us lists that you want us to do with you. Yes. And we'll do that maybe over social media, which you can yeah, find us but time, honey at being earnest pod everywhere. It's always at being earnest pod. Also our YouTube channel is popping off. And by popping off, I mean, we got a comment last week on one of our videos. So what did it say? great up. Uh, so yes! we're breaking it. <laughs> so um it's at being earnest pod everywhere. And if you want to email us uh, you know, the electronic mail, it's being earnest pod at gmail.com. And until next week, we, along with all of our listeners, will fight tirelessly to send Lance Bass to space. Woo! See you next week. Bye everyone.